Do you really believe that God will fight your battles? Do you? Or are you just suing people? I knew a man once I worked for, he sued someone for $300. He's worth millions, but he wasn't happy. Anything that dragged someone to court, he spent thousands of dollars to get $360. Are you that prideful, that arrogant, that full of yourself, that vindictive, that nasty, that mean? that begrudging that you can't just let it go. I'll make him pay. I'll make you pay for what you did, for what you said. I'll not rest until you're dead. Is that you? I remember in school, all the bullies that wanted to fight me. And the big thing then was take a judo class, get your parents to put you in a taekwondo, kung fu class, martial arts. And most kids did that for one reason. Kids, by the way, to defend themselves against schoolyard fights, bullies. We're afraid. How are you going to defend yourself? When you get to high school, junior high school, how are you going to defend yourself? I got to learn how to fight. You come home with a black eye and your father looks at you like he's mad at you. Well, did you give him a black eye? What did you do? Learn how to fight. Learn how to defend yourself. And there was always that threat, that fear of wanting to know how to fight. World War I, the Great War all over. Only it's on the schoolyard. There's a Hitler in every school, or a Mussolini, or a Stalin, or a Genghis Khan, or an Idi Amin. There's bullies everywhere. Some of them are bigger than other ones. Some of them are not happy unless they beat everybody down. You don't even have to do anything to them. They look for someone to dominate, to kick, to beat. So what do you do? Learn how to fight, carry a weapon, and I thought about that because I grew up in an era where that was a real threat in school. Especially when you are a young kid that loved the Lord like I did. And I loved the Lord, not because I went to church. I loved the Lord because I met the Lord in my home, in the backyard, at the table, in the bedroom, on my knees before I went to sleep, pray sitting in my grandmother's apartment having breakfast. I didn't associate God with a church service. I associated God with life, with the world that he had created. Oh, Father, what am I going to do when I get to school? What if there's a fight? I don't want to hit someone. I don't want to hurt someone. And I don't want to be hurt by anyone or hit. What do I do? <clears throat> I remember one day walking home from school. You know, we walked blocks sometimes miles back then. They weren't picking up kids as much as they are in recent history. And a dog chased me. And I turned around and I faced that dog and I said, in the name of Jesus, stop. And it turned around and started whimpering.
And I said, Father, will you give me that protection when I go to school? Can I call on your name and rebuke the evil and the bullies? I don't want to hit someone. I don't want to give someone a bloody nose or a black eye. And I prayed. And God answered that prayer. When the bully decided at Tacoma Park School that one day he was going to come after me, the little God kid, they called me, the one that's always got his Bible on top of all of his other books that he carried, and that was me. So I said, I want to beat that guy up. I didn't do anything to him. I never bothered him. He just saw me as someone that he needed to take down. Apparently, I had some sort of following, I guess, people that kind of were afraid of me because I was this God kid. Don't touch him. God's on his side. Be careful. So he wanted to beat me. I says, well, meet me behind the school gym after school, not in front of a crowd. If you want to fight me, you got to fight me one on one. And I was thinking to myself, he gets energy from that crowd. There's nobody that's going to be cheering for me. I'm not a fighter. But God, I can face him alone, face to face. Just you, him, and I. And he met me. And when he did, we dropped our books. And he started to roll his sleeves up and said, I'm going to beat you down. <laughs> and I said, no, you're not. I said, in the name of the Lord, stop where you are. You make one step towards me, God will strike you down. And that kid, like that dog that happened a few weeks before, turned around, picked up his books, and ran away whimpering, screaming as he did, man, you're crazy. But he turned around running as he called me crazy. That was the Lord. After that, that kid became my friend. After that, he said, if anybody messes with you, just let me know. I'll take care of him. He became my protector. Isn't that interesting? God is our protector. He'll make your enemies at peace with you. And he will bring judgment on the ones that do not make peace with you. The ones that have misused you took advantage of you, made money off of you, then robbed you of your own success, deceived you, tricked you. You don't have to walk down the street, Black Lives Matter, and throw rockets in people's businesses of the white man. You don't have to burn down his business or yours. You don't have to scream and shout in the middle of the street and do a bigaloo dance and act like a jungle beast. You don't have to graffiti police cars and set fires. Let the Lord fight your battle. Watch what he can do. See, I see what you can do, and that's not much, and it didn't accomplish your goal. But you let the Lord fight that battle. of those who've taken advantage of you and work and the companies that you worked for. What they did, how they cheated, how they robbed, how they maligned. Let the Lord fight that battle. That wife, that husband, that father, that neighbor, that political figure, 
Let the Lord fight that battle. You guys are taking the battles in your own hand. That's why you have to learn martial arts called the Graal and Jiu-Jitsu. That's why they tell you, you got to buy a gun. You need to get a sword. You got to buy a knife. You got to learn how to defend yourself. The Lord is my defender. The Pharaoh of Egypt found that out. Moshe didn't go in there with a, a sword. He went in there with a staff. With the faith that God's going to take care of you. You guys are fighting your own battles. You're screaming and swearing, cursing them out, slapping them, hitting them, poisoning them, hiring hitmen and thugs, throwing bricks through their windows, doing whatever you can, using social media to write something slanderous, putting out their address to tell people where they live, where they work. Let the Lord fight the battle. You don't have to worry. Let the Lord fight that battle. Watch what the Lord can do when you actually turn it over to him. Let him work it out. They don't fear God. It doesn't matter. You do. They'll find out about the God you fear and what he will do. Trust in the Lord. And how can you do that if you don't love the Lord? How can you do that if you don't trust the Lord? Love the Lord. Don't sweat the people. Don't sweat what's going on and the rejection in your family. Let it go. Don't sweat that man beside you that's mocking you. Let it go and let God. To those of you who love the Lord with all your heart, you get this. To those of you who don't, I pity you. Yeah. Baruchatah Adonai Eloheinu melech halom Baruchatah Adonai Eloheinu melech halom God, ruler of the universe, blessed are you. God, ruler of the universe, blessed are you. Shema
Ain't living in of the group in a line, the world in their foolishness, I'm an idea, I got my compass, I set my path, not in a mess, I ain't like the rest, not defined by my sex, what's between my legs, it ain't that part that makes me glad, I ain't sweating this, y'all, I ain't sweating this, I ain't sweating this, yeah. I said, not defined by my sex, but between my legs, it ain't that part. Did you hear what I said? What I am, or what I'm not, it's in my mind, soul, in my whole heart. Baruchatah Adonai Eloheinu Melech Halah. Baruchatah Adonai Eloheinu Melech Halah. Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad. Yo, got a god ain't from a book of myths or in a box. I saw the lion of Judah, not the hound of hell. That's the fox. My idol ain't a priest or a pope, a pastor, pimp, or anything. That ain't my hope. More than an energy or philosophy, grounded in more than my fantasy, the real reality. Impossible to comprehend it fully. I'm just a teacup. Can't hold this mystery. Just a cube of wisdom is more than enough for me. I ain't sweating this. Not the politics or activists. To hell with the sorcerous scientists. Mixing the cannabis with the alchemist. Then thinking you see anything because of your psychedelics. You can have your witch, shamans, gurus, and psychics, astrologists, and apologists. I take the simplicity of the atom. It's God's physics. I ain't sweating this. I ain't sweating this. You hear me? I ain't sweating this. I ain't sweating this. I ain't sweating this. Don't need to paint over the original. Cut it, splice it, mutate it until it's unrecognizable. There's more value leaving what's not broke as it is than thinking you can make it more than what it is. You can't cope. I ain't sweating you. Nah, I ain't sweating you. I'm just an average, but a genuine article Not less than more than all your inflated arguments My little is a lot, because that's all it takes Making more of a difference is what I've got Perfectly imperfect as a human creature Yeah, created in his bitches My flaws are my features 
y'all, I ain't trying to erase or cancel what makes me me. I'm God's joke and his pride and joy strong over My worth is priceless, his love is endless. No man or woman can deem me worthless. Ain't sweating you, nah, nah, ain't sweating you. What you say or what you do, you're just a blade of grass, dried up through and through. Dust in the wind, blow from the end, formless, voiceless, voiceless, and you ain't nothing but emptiness. I ain't sweating you, I ain't sweating you. I ain't sweating you. I ain't sweating you. Hero Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Yeah. Hero Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Ah!